the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. Well, if you've been with us during the course of this week, you know we're talking about the Holy Spirit and the necessity that we be immersed in the Holy Spirit. We started the week by talking about the divinity of the Holy Spirit, that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. And we went to the Hebrew Scriptures showing that throughout the Hebrew Scriptures, water is a picture of the Holy Spirit, as a foreshadowing of the immersion in the Holy Spirit. For example, in Ezekiel 37, the chapter about dry bones being the whole house of Israel, in verse 14 we read, I will put my Spirit within you, and you will come to life. And that is so important, Junie, because Jesus walked the earth and he said, my words, they are spirit and they are life. We need to have the word planted in us, but we need the Holy Spirit to give us deep insight and perception of what the real meaning of the word is. We also saw in Ezekiel 47 that the water was flowing out from the house of God. And it started by saying the water trickled out. And then when the, the vision showed that a thousand cubits were, went, went forward. We saw the water was up to the ankles. Another thousand cubits further out, it went up to the knees and then to the groins. And then the final movement of another thousand cubits, we saw that the water was over the head of people. We couldn't, they couldn't ford the water. They couldn't pass through it. And that is a glorious picture of the immersion of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that picture also shows, Shelley, because they couldn't forge through it, that it would take the guidance and the leading of God himself to bring them through being immersed in such a way in God. And the picture that it gives to me is the scripture hidden with the Messiah or hidden with Christ in God. It's good. It's really important to see it that way. 
Then we spoke about the Holy Spirit in the life of Jesus, and we want to emphasize again today what we said the other day, that if Jesus, who came as a son of man, was dependent upon the Holy Spirit for almost everything in his life, how much more should we be dependent upon that Spirit? We pointed out, for example, in Luke chapter 1, verse 35, Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit. In Luke chapter 4, it shows clearly that the Holy Spirit led Jesus even into the wilderness. We saw in Luke chapter 4, verse 18, that Jesus was preaching in the synagogue in Nazareth, and he quoted from Isaiah 61, and he said, The Holy Spirit is upon me, for he has anointed me. So the anointing comes from the Holy Spirit, which we saw in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, that Jesus was anointed. We also read in Matthew chapter 12, verse 28, that Jesus cast out demons by the power of the Holy Spirit. Then we read in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14, that the power of the Holy Spirit brought Jesus to the cross. In other words, he was offered as a sacrifice by the Holy Spirit. And finally, a glorious conclusion in Romans 8, verse 11, Jesus was raised by the power of the Holy Spirit. What an example, June, that the Lord set before us that we need to be led by the Holy Spirit moment by moment. And just as Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit, when we're born again, when we ask Jesus into our heart, when we acknowledge him, as the Son of God who died for our sins and was resurrected from the dead, He gives us His Spirit, and then there is another experience that even in the book of Acts, which you're going to talk about now, the people, some of them never heard that there was another experience. And our being Jews didn't know the doctrines of the church. We just knew that Jesus had touched us, showed us that he was the Messiah and the Son of God. And when we started to read the scriptures, the Holy Spirit enlightened our eyes to his words. And the Lord came to us and baptized us in his Holy Spirit. In other words, he taught us that it wasn't just for the apostles in the first century church, but there are men and women and children all over the earth who are immersed in the Holy Spirit and guided by the Holy Spirit. And it's our hope because of the day and the age that we're living in that every listener will open his heart to the Holy One, to God, and ask the Lord if there's something more that he has for you to enable you to stand in this last day when it will only be through the power of the Holy Spirit that we will be able to be sustained, Shelley, because evil is ruling the earth. That's right. So yesterday we started talking about the biblical biblical examples of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We saw in Acts chapter 2, that the disciples were told to wait in Jerusalem until you be endued with power. And on the day of Pentecost, the 120 in the upper room were all baptized in the Holy Spirit, and they spoke in tongues. We spoke from Acts chapter 8, that the believers in Samaria received salvation through the ministry of Philip. And then the disciples sent Peter and John to them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Now today we're looking at Acts chapter 19, 
join with us in chapter 19 in the book of Acts. And it came about that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper country, came to Ephesus and found some disciples. And he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said to him, No, we have not even heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said, Into what then were you baptized? And they said, Into John's baptism. And Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to to believe in him who is coming after him, that is, in Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul laid hands upon them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they began speaking with tongues and prophesying. So that's the second time we read about people speaking in tongues as a result of the baptism. And we also see that one of the ways to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit is with the laying on of hands. In other words, if someone desires to have more of God, if you desire to be immersed and to be guided by the Lord himself, go to a leader in the church, a pastor who has been baptized in the Holy Spirit and ask him to lay hands on you and pray for you to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. All right, let's go on. In Acts chapter 10, when the gospel went to uh, the Gentiles, uh, in Acts chapter 10, beginning at verse 34, listen to these words. And opening his mouth, Peter said, I most certainly understand now that God is not one to show partiality, But in every nation, the man who fears him and does what is right is welcome to him. The word which he sent to the sons of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. You yourselves know the thing which took place throughout all Judea, starting from Galilee, after the baptism which John proclaimed. And we go on to verse 38. You know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all the things he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem. And they also put him to death by hanging him on the tree. All right, so this was the gospel going to the Gentiles. And we read in verse 46, let's start at 45. And all the circumcised believers who had come with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out upon the Gentiles also, for they were hearing them speaking with tongues and exalting God. And Peter said, Surely no one could refuse the water for these to be baptized, who have received the Holy Spirit just as we did, can he? So here we see they were baptized in the Holy Spirit, and then they were baptized in water. So this is the third instance where the baptism of the Holy Spirit was accompanied by speaking in tongues. And we know in Acts chapter 9, we see that Paul got saved and baptized, but it doesn't say anything about being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Yet we need to know that in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, Paul was speaking in tongues and even said, I wish you all spoke in tongues. So the five examples show the baptism of the Holy Spirit is an essential ingredient in our walk with the Lord, Junie, as we've been saying this week. And in three of those five cases, one of the manifestations was the speaking in tongues. And the way the um, speaking in tongues came about originally, Shelley, 
was when the disciples were in the upper room. Yes. They saw tongues of fire. Hallelujah. So they were baptized in the Holy Spirit and in fire. In other words, that enabled these men and women to endure the persecution they were about to face because of their faith in Jesus. Well, we'd just like to conclude this series by just asking a question. Why should we we be baptized in the Holy Spirit? Well, firstly, it is God's promise. We saw that in Acts chapter 1. Also, Jesus was baptized in the Holy Spirit, Matthew 3.16. The apostles were baptized in the Holy Spirit, Acts chapter 2, verse 4. 3,000 Jews were saved and baptized on the day of Pentecost. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says the Holy Spirit is the source of power. Another reason we should be baptized, we see in Romans chapter 8, verses 1 to 2 and verse 13, that the Holy Spirit enables to live a holy life. That's why he is the spirit of holiness, the Holy Spirit. In John fourteen sixteen, we see that the Holy Spirit is our source of comfort. We see in Isaiah chapter 28, verses 11 and 12, that the source of rest and refreshing was prophesied by Isaiah, and that was the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, according to Romans 8, 26, helps us to pray. And in John 16, it shows that the Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth. Praise the Lord, Juni. Well, this being Friday, we want to identify ourselves with our Jewish kinsmen by reciting the Shema. And if you know these words, please recite it along with us. Shema Yisrael. Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Lord, I pray that you would immerse your church in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that we would live holy lives separated unto you. And we pray for our Jewish people that you would open up their eyes that they might see Yeshua, Jesus. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelly and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.